podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher. And together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time. And I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel show. You are joining us this week on episode 142. Kel, I'm just curious. I actually want your feedback on something before we even get started. I meant to ask you about this when we were off air, but you know, we just kind of keep it real here. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you right here and now, are you getting tired of our intro? Like our song? Like, here's the thing. I do not want to get rid of our music because Ian wrote it. And I love it so much. We'll never get rid of our music. But are you getting tired of like how we like intro it? Do we need to redo that? That was back when Jenny did it for us. I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? Hello, uglies. How are you today? No, Is that not, what you mean? Not, not this intro. The welcome oh. to the Mel and Kel show. You know, the music that plays before oh. we start where Jenny says, yeah. You know, laughter is the best medicine. Yeah. And honesty is the best policy. Welcome. Most people just pass over that because I know with every podcast I listen to, mm-hmm. I always skip the intro every single time. Oh, do you? I don't. And I actually like the familiarity with the opening. And when people do change it, sometimes I'm like, whoa, wait, do I like the new one? But I had one of our loyal listeners, um, who I won't say her name just in case she's like, don't say it was me was like, I think you guys need a new intro. I'm like, Mm -hmm. really? And she's like, yeah, you've had the same one for like three years. (laughs) All right. We can change it. Yeah. Maybe you could put a post on that. We could do a yes, no in our stories or something. Should we redo it and see if we can get any feedback? Should I stay or should I go now? Yeah, we can change it. I don't know. um, I don't know where Ian's music is anymore, but. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? We'll find it because that is just we do not quit even when we fail, Kelly. Even when we fail, we do not quit. Well, and he's home and he probably hasn't played his uke in so long, but I can always ask him to freshen up and see if he can play something else. Oh, that's kind of fun, too. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. This would be the time. Yeah, I'm kind of liking this idea. I am. I am. Well, and you know what? We're going doing vacationing together in a couple weeks. So um, we can brainstorm it and make it happen. I love it. And it's not a couple of weeks. It's like a couple of days. I'm packing. I'm getting ready. We're heading, I'm heading down to you on Saturday. Yeah, I'm really not going on vacation. I don't know why I said I we because I'm, I'm not going anywhere, but I'm going to see you. So that'll be good. It'll be a fun time had by all. It will. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so this week we're going to talk about all the times we've failed. Doesn't that sound like a great I love this. Topic? this. I think you, we should have um, titled it Debbie Downers instead of we're failures. <laughs> I like that. I actually really like that. Here's the nice thing. 
I haven't put in the title officially yet. I could change it okay. to Debbie Downers. I like it. I, I think that's funny. I think, I think that is very funny. Make it uh, happen. Before we start, though, I actually would love it if you wouldn't mind, if it wouldn't be too much of a Debbie Downer, um, if I talked a little bit about what I am putting together this summer. When I, I want to like hype up my business just in case there's anyone right now listening going like, I really want to do something with my kids and keep the learning happening and keep it fun. I have a couple options. And so I wanted to just share that with the group. Yeah, You will be our paid advertisement for this episode. Go. What do I have to pay you? Big bucks, baby. Big bucks. <laughs> Okay, so um, I've been working for the last six months on three programs. First, they were just ideas. Now everything is in motion. Um, so if you are somebody who has kids between third and eighth grade and you are looking for some fun things to be doing with them related to reading and writing, number one, I have a course called Essay Essentials. Perfect for anybody who knows that if your child today, like right now, was given a prompt, a writing prompt, third through eighth grade, and told they had an hour to write a multiple paragraph essay. I mean, honestly, kids in those grades should be able to do that if they're given all their resources so they can research and take notes, should be able to do that in an hour to an hour and a half. If you already know, you're like, no, there's no way my kid could do that. It would be, they wouldn't even know, what do you mean introductory paragraph? What do you mean elaborate with evidence in the body paragraph? What do you mean a call to action at the end? If, if those terms are not even familiar, you need to go get my essay essentials course for sure. The second course is a book club, a summer book club that I'm hosting starting in July. It's all the Thursdays in July. And uh, we're going to be reading a book called, um, called, called, um, why can't this, you think of it? This is a great commercial right now. Just to let you know, you have to pay me extra because <laughs> you have forgot the name of the book you are going to be reading. All that's coming to my mind right now is the author, Jerry Spinelli. Um, it's Maniac, okay. Keep going. Maniac McGee. It's there. It's there. It's been a long day. What can I say? Um, but oh, this is like a great example though, right? Like fail, keep going. So um, Maniac McGee is a really good book. It's actually an old book. It's been around like for 30 years, kind of like the movie Top Gun. Uh, but hey, it made it came, come back. So I'm hoping that we can bring Maniac McGee back too. It's actually a great, great book. You can check that out in more detail. That's where we actually critique somebody else's writing. We don't do any writing in that club. We read a section of chapters every week, and then we discuss what the author did and why, if we liked it, if we didn't like it, it's so much fun. It's one of the things I look forward to the most. And then lastly, if you have somebody who's getting ready to start high school, this is a first. I have a guest speaker teacher who is actually a high school English teacher, and she's teaching high school prep. Um, it's like a, a prep 101, like what every incoming freshman should know so that they can really do well in their English class that freshman year. So all three of them are really good. And I just wanted to plug them here in the hopes that somebody comes on over because I'd love to work with you and your kiddos. That was a great advertisement, but I have to tell you, you cut out right at the beginning. So I know you said essay essentials, but it kind of cut out a little. So it sounded like essay 
A, a sen- <laughs> like, I was like, oh, you should probably shouldn't talk like that now. But we know you meant an essay essential. So I, I got it now. Good, good. <laughs> it was a little failure, but it, it, you know, you just worked it through and I figured out what you're talking about. Well, and hopefully all of our listeners will too. Um, and that does just like lead us in perfectly to what we wanted to talk about this week, because um, I have an interesting little, ex- had a little interesting experience I haven't even told Kelly about yet. I saved it for the podcast <laughs> um, because it seems to be the place where I really like to practice my humility um, in front of an audience. Why not? Um, but it's finding the truth that, you know, there is good in the good, of course, but there's also good to be found even in the bad, even in the times we fail, like it's, it's okay. It's totally okay. If you choose to find it, there's good in in all things, truly. Okay, Cal, you ready to hear what happened? Yes. And I just want to say like finding the good in the bad is you can either fail at it or you can grow from it. And it's it's all in the the mindset and the choices you want to make with that falling or failing or whatever it is because we all do it we do we do it on a daily basis in some you know small issue big issue but to grow from it so you don't continue to do it is where you know it's mind blowing and you're like okay i i learned okay thank you lord i got you this time uh-huh i'm going to listen this time so I think it's, that's like the key part of that part for us. I a hundred percent agree with you. All right. So, let's hear your story. So um, for those who've been listening, you know, that at the beginning of this year, I really had it on my heart to like, go do all my medical appointments, like got to go take care of all the things. Cause I had been, t- you know, self-care in other ways, but not in my own physical medical health. You may also remember from past, um, episodes that I have given up dieting. Like I'm just done dieting. I don't want to follow something that I'm not going to just do the rest of my life. I don't want to just lose 10 pounds for an event and then gain it back. I've been doing that my whole life. So I just, nope. And so I have come to a place where I feel comfortable in my body and I can dress cute and I like how I look and I'm feeling really good about it. That's awesome. So. (laughs) Oh, hold on. (laughs) Oh no. Okay. I, I, what doctor did you go to? Like your pediatrician, not pediatrician. You were, you were a little too old for a pediatrician. Your general practitioner guy. Yes. So I went to my primary care. So I got all my blood work done. And so it was time to go have him go over. That was just a well check, right? He was doing a well check on me. And so I show up and they obviously measure my height because like it's a very thorough well check, Um, which by the way, I thought I had shrunk. I thought like I was at five, eight and three fourths now. Uh I'm not, I'm still listed as five, nine. I don't know. Um, So they weigh me and then I go and I wait forever and I'm sitting in there and I'm reading my book, waiting for the doctor. And um, are you in a hospital gown or are you fully dressed? I'm fully dressed. I'm, I'm trying to visualize what you're, what you're doing to do, 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 do. Okay, go. Yeah, I'm fully dressed. I'm just sitting in a chair actually. Okay. In there. okay. And so he comes in and he's got his folder and his paperwork. And I see, this is kind of funny, but on the top page where like all of my results are, he's got a smiley face that he's like drawn with a pen on the top. 
like a teacher. <laughs> Happy face. <laughs> Happy face. And so um, he sits down and he's like, hey, how are you doing? And you know, he's the same doctor for my boys and for our whole family. We go see him. And so he asked about the boys and and then he's like, hey, and how's your business? I know you started a business. I'm like, oh, it's going really great. And he's like, what are you reading? And I was reading the pathological positivity. He's like, oh, I love the mindset that you have. Girl, you are really crushing it. This is great. He goes, well, all I have for you is more good news. I'm like, yeah, I love good news. What do you have for me? So he's going through and he's like, you know, here you are, you're double nickels. You're still not having to take any meds. So that's really great. Good blood pressure, you know, numbers for cholesterol. Everything looks really great. And, and it had at the top, like a 1.2%. And that's where the smiley face was. And so he showed it to me. He's like, this says you have a 1.2% chance of having a stroke or a heart problem in the next decade. Like your health is so good. He goes, so really, I have to tell you, I don't feel like you need a doctor as much as you need a health coach. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, so that's good to know. And he goes, yeah, he goes, you know, honestly, I just imagine some women may hate you. I mean, you've, you're running your own business. You're very attractive. If you were thin, they'd hate you even more. Oh my, you're lying. I am not lying. I would have said, F you get the hell out of here right now. How dare you do that to me? That's Shut up. That's what he said. If you were thin, women would hate you even more. Those were the two things he put together. And honestly, I was like, a, I was like a little bit taken aback. And then um, I said, I don't want people to hate me. Like, that's like the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> I'm all about being everyone's friend. But wait, did you just call me fat and I missed it? <laughs> so here's what, I, here's what I already know about him. He is huge into keto. Um, and so he started to ask, he was like, tell me about your diet. And I'm like, well, I eat very, uh, little, uh, processed foods. Like I'm all about produce, lots of, you know, vegetables and fruits. And he goes, okay, so I would quit that completely. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I go, I love my fruits and vegetables. And he goes, yeah, I, if you really want to be lean and strong, you need to get rid of all that. Those are carbs. So you just need to get rid of all of it. Um, he's like, I eat once a day right before bed and it's just healthy, lean, um, proteins and healthy fats. And that's, and that's it. And I'm like, yeah, I, that doesn't appeal to me at all. And I said, but it sounds like you just told me like my weight, which, so according to like the charts and stuff, yeah, I could lose 15 pounds and be okay in my healthy range. Okay. And yet those 15 pounds, the extra 15 pounds that I'm carrying, he just told me like my health is so amazing. Like right. I have such a low chance of getting anything and right. No blood pressure issues, no diabetes, no cholesterol, nothing. Right. Right. And, and so so here I was feeling so good. And then you hear that, right? I got into the car as I left. And at first I was kind of like, whatever, but then it plays on you. Right. And I'm right. like, dang, I've been doing so good, but I failed. There's the word. My brain wants to do this, but I failed at being the weight I'm supposed to be. 
And who tells you what weight you're supposed to be? My doctor, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He's an asshole. That is ridiculous. You know what? I remember being in the weight where they said I was in the obese section. But I was thinking to myself, the word obese just sounds mortifying to me. Like, oh, yeah, heavy. You need to lose some weight. I'm totally fine with. But when you put me in a category of obese or if you were thin, like that then starts jacking with your head. It does. It does. And though, even though like I had all these successes, multiple successes in, in the long list of health things that I've been doing, right. Dermatology, mammogram, went to the OBGYN, like everything's like, doing listen, you're in great health. You're in great shape. And what do I hang on to? I feel like, oh man, I am failing at body type or failing at the weight I'm supposed to be. So it's been something that I've kind of been working on, but I would love to know Kelly, like, and this is not something you're getting. You're actually kind of getting the opposite of this right now. Yeah. You've lost too much weight. So you're on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. And I hate when people tell me right now, you look so frail. I'm like frail. I've never been called frail in my life. I could still kick your ass. Shut up. Like that is not nice to say. So I I just, it's still, you take it to heart, even though, you know, I, I know I'm not frail. I, I know, I, I mean, do I need to put on some weight? Absolutely. And once I can start eating better, I probably will. Uh, But it's, it's not something you, if you keep dealing with it and listening to it in your head, repeat over and over again, it will mess with you. And now you're going to start, okay, should I eat that or not? Should I eat that? Or, you know, oh man, I need to eat way more than I'm eating right now. Or I'm not going to have that ice cream because now I'm not thin. Oh my gosh. Like you, you can't let that own you. That is one person. And you even said he, he's a keto guy, like keto in itself for life. I, I feel is not very helpful either. So that, that's his choice. That's how he gets to decide how he wants to live his life. But for you in the last year, you totally have been really good at taking still very good care of yourself, but you're, you eat healthful foods, but you can enjoy when, what you want, when you want and not feel bad about it. And like you said, you dress cute, you're beautiful and you feel good about yourself. And to me, that's what matters. How do you feel when you look in the mirror? What do you see? And then that's where you make your decision of, am I happy with where I'm at? Or maybe I need to lose weight or maybe I need to gain weight, but it's your choice of I'm healthy. He just told me I am a healthy 55 year old woman. Damn it. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good with what I look like. Stop it. Don't do that. 
So I just love everything you've said, by the way, I guarantee people are listening right now and they're, they're like, man, I wish I had a Kelly in my life. Isn't she encouraging you guys? She's so <laughs> encouraging. You always are so encouraging. Um, but it is interesting that we do this. And I know that we're not alone in this. Like, I, I just know, like when you go to the doctor, I remember times that we would go and your weight kept going down and they had said to you at some point, do not go below this number. If right. you go below this number, we're going to have to put a feeding tube in you. And like, that's that pressure. Like, oh, I don't want to fail. I don't want to fail and show up and not do what I wasn't supposed to do. Right. And, you know, all that sort of thing. And we do. And I was wearing heavy clothes. I would wear my heavy <laughs> shoes because yeah. I was so scared of getting the feeding tube. So, but I'm less now. Yes. Than I was. I'm like 10 pounds less now. And now it's like, ah, you can't give me a feeding tube. So, um, but it's still, it, it's a game. It's a, our weight has always been a game. I, it's just a woman thing. Unfortunately, I truly believe yes. it's just something that we have grown with. And I think as you know, you and I have gotten older and, and feeling healthier in our own skin. I think that has made a huge change for us of okay, I, I have failed numerous times, you know, I've been over 200 pounds, you know, after having kids and just feeling like crud. And it, 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 I didn't like the way I felt or looked. So I chose to make the change. So if anybody else is telling you, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, it has to be for you. Yes. And that would be the other big point that I think Kel and I would really like to make in this episode Saying I failed at something is not true or false. It's a statement, which is a thought in your head. It yeah. cannot be something that everybody's going to agree with you on in a court of law. Some, I would say maybe it was, but somebody else could disagree. So if you know that you get to choose if something is quote unquote a failure why not choose something more positive, yeah. right? Uh, you could call things a learning experience. I don't know, you know, Kelly and I both have shared this already. We both failed in our first marriages. Like we, we've been divorced. Yeah. However, when I look at where I am today, I'm so glad that that first marriage ended because knowing what I know now, that would not have been a healthy family situation at all. Right. And, and so, I feel the same way. Like I, yes. I, I, I learned what I needed Yep. in a relationship. I still haven't found it, but I know what I want now. So it, it's, it's growing from that situation. And were there mistakes in it? Absolutely. And I can own those mistakes, but I also know I've grown tremendously because of those mistakes to know what will make a better marriage for me if I choose to get married again. Yes, yes, exactly right. And so whatever you listening right now feel like you are quote unquote, quote, failing at, is it the job you're in? You wish you weren't in that job. Is it every time you sit down and do bills at the end of the month, you get you know, stressed out and you feel like you're failing? Is your child not bringing home the grades that you wish that your child, you know, was having, you know, whatever it is, whatever you, your mind wants to tell you is 
a failure in your life. We just want to offer the opposite. Couldn't it instead be a learning experience? Couldn't it instead be something that you decide what you want to make out of it? Make a big deal out of it if you want. We're all for that. (laughs) But, But make it not a big deal. as well. You get to choose. And that's what we always want to do here is empower you. You said it, nailed it right on the head. I, this was a good one. I like this podcast. It's funny how, when you don't tell me your stories beforehand, I kind of like that even better (laughs) because then it's like, you just blew my mind. I'm going to ask the name of the doctor when we get off of this. (laughs) Okay. We're going to end it for today. We hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your week and we will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel show, or you can find them on their website at the Mel and Kel Thanks so much. Have a great day.